beautiful people. You are listening to the Hearts Unleashed podcast episode 130. How about that? First off, 130. So it's kind of fun because we are talking about healthy quitting and I have done a lot of healthy quitting to get this podcast to episode 130. So we are going to dive in on this conversation and I want to share with you that the different topics, the different points I'm going to hit in this 15 minute fill up are the different chapters in the third part of my book, giving up, giving up the memoir of a quitter. So the first part of the book is about never quitting. The second part about the book is the different quitters I've been in life where I quit everything with both middle fingers up. And then the third part of the book is about conceptual quitting. So not, you know, quitting a job or a team or a relationship. This is about quitting Again, conceptually, healthy quitting in a way that's going to make a major difference in your life where you're letting go and releasing things that no longer serve you in order to create a life that pleases you, a life that you love, a life of service from a true and authentic place. And so I'm really excited to share this uh, concept of healthy quitting because, you know, as I've shared before, the idea that quitting, like losers are quitters, quitters never win, um, you know, just all that negative conversation around quitting. When I like to really play on this word and to help people understand that it is okay and healthy to walk away. And in the book, I, I don't have, I don't know if I can flip through quick enough to find you the quote, but it's about understanding the difference between Oh, oh my God, I found it. <laughs> there is a difference between the, by, which by the way, I'm really pumped. I didn't mark it. Um, there's a difference between quitting something after having fulfilled a commitment and just being done. I fulfilled my dream of being a college athlete by becoming one. It did not require my further injuring myself to remain one. When have you fulfilled a commitment in life, but you are now stringing it along further than you originally intended? Okay, so I fulfilled my dream of becoming a college athlete by becoming one. And then my sophomore year, I tore my knee up and I was back to running four miles in four months time. For those of you who understand recovery, you know, that's ridiculously stupid. Well, and just insane. And I wasn't ready to be done. I wasn't ready to quit. Although it was not in my best interest to remain an athlete. Um, I could have easily shifted gears and we're in a time where things are falling away. And just because it's been the norm for so long, doesn't make it right. And this is really important to be able to distinguish when it is healthy to actually persist and when it is in your best health, wealth, and interest to let go and release and be allowed to be done with something. So I'm really excited to spend a little bit of time talking about when it's actually healthier for you to recognize, okay, I'm done here this has been fulfilled or I gave it my best effort and my best shot and I'm done even if it's not done, right? A good example would be a job, right? Or for what I was sharing with like at being an athlete, it could be argued that it's never done, right? And you should always keep going and always keep going. But I've learned this much more in entrepreneurship about when to recognize either if something's not working, 
again, if something's not healthy, if someone else can better fulfill that role, that was a big part. I lost my captainship in college because I was, I had a lot going on with my knee situation to where I turned resentful and I was upset and I was not the leader that I was. And so that was something that I myself couldn't recognize. And to no fault of my team per se, no one really sat me down and said, Hey, you're not being the leader that you've been, right? I just, it just didn't go that way. And so, um, your boss may not actually sit you down and say like, Hey, the way you're showing up at work, isn't serving the group or you're not fulfilling your job completely. Sometimes you just get fired or, um, you know, financially, like you're not doing well and you're banging your head up against some of the same walls and you can't recognize that it's time to pivot. It's time to make a change. And the way that I would like to hand this over to you to look into your life is the things that drive you to your peaks will also drive you to your valleys. So these are survival mechanisms Survival mechanisms help us survive in primal times when things get tough, when things get challenging, when um, there are perceived threats and when there's actual threats, right? We often learned our survival mechanisms as children. For me, I'm actually going to start diving into the different topics that I want to bring up around healthy quitting, but people pleasing is one of them. I learned people pleasing very early because I wanted my mom's attention. Y'all have heard my story plenty of times, right? And so I wanted mom's attention. So I learned how to people please and achieve. And it drove me to my highest peaks of success. And when it didn't work anymore, it didn't work anymore. And I wasn't willing to accept that it wasn't working anymore. So I kept forcing my people pleasing and that drove me to exhaustion, depletion, debt, resentment, resignment. And so that's, it's very easy to identify. Oh my God, these things have helped me succeed. And then because I refused to let them go when I exhausted them, they also caused me all of my greatest pains, right? So people pleasing y'all, it is time to quit people pleasing. If you're doing it, it ain't serving you, it ain't serving them. And that's the most I'm going to say about it, because if you identify as a people pleaser, um, I'm actually not going to spend any more time in this episode. I spend six weeks covering the topic of people pleasing in my Hearts Unleashed book club, which we go over my book, Giving Up, Giving Up, The Memoir of a Quitter. So we start, we get into it, we go over each part of the book, but the book or the book club is not so much about the book, it is about you. And so I really consider it a group coaching program and every person that comes in and out of there usually identifies as a people pleaser or some sort of it and is able to drop that identity and let it go and become self-fulfilling in order to then be of service like they originally intended. Because people pleasing is often um, masked as a, like by the martyr. The martyr is the people pleaser. They give, they give, they give, and then they attract takers and then they are exhausted. And so that's as much as I'll say about it is time to quit. That is not for the good of all. It is something you could totally afford to give up. And right behind that one is I wrote this tip a little, uh, harsh is like being a herd animal. It is time (laughs) to give up being a sheep, being cattle in the sense of just like 
being pushed around, told what to do and being obedient about it, just like blindly obeying. And of course, are there times it's smart to obey and, um, like honor, be responsible. That would be the word is be responsible for what you know is important. Like not that if everyone's doing it, it's right, but if it's responsible and within integrity, it's right. But too many of us just do what we're told and then follow the crowd on things and it doesn't serve us. And healthy quitting or quitting that usually it often causes your awakening or it's kind of the reverse. Your awakening causes you to stop being a herd animal because you're, you totally wake up to like, this is bullshit. I should, you know, this is not me and this is not how I want to be. So that is also something that you can healthy quit. Uh, the next thing that you can healthy quit is trying to have I'm air quoting made it the made it moment that you keep thinking you're going to get to where you can finally relax in life. I call bullshit. You got to quit doing that to yourself. There is no made it moment. And even the moment that you thought you were going to make it to, you get there, you settle in, and then you get the itch to grow again. So what's really crazy about these made it moments is once you do, so let's use them as mountain peaks, right? You climb, you climb, you climb, you climb. And the only thing that you see at the top of a mountain are the other mountain peaks. Okay, that's it. (laughs) And if you're actually a hiker and you've ever done this, you really do get to the top and like you only stay up there for maybe like three to five minutes before you're like, okay, that was great. Back down. It's like putting a puzzle together. Some people glue them together and put them up on their wall. I don't, I don't think I've ever seen a puzzle on a wall, but, um, it's all the, the journey the journey is it. And so realizing that all of life is a journey, like think about the time you prayed to get to, um, you know, your career, then you're there and you're like, Oh, okay, well, what's next? Then you prayed to get to marriage and you're like, okay, got there. Well, what's next? And then you prayed to get to parenthood and you're like, Oh shit. Well now what's next, right? If you are addicted to the made it moment, you're just addicted to achievement. And you're addicted to the chase and the uh, getting and the grabbing. So you could literally drive yourself to the brink of insanity, getting and grabbing and realizing it's never satisfying. So my invitation is please stop trying to have made it and enjoy the ride. Enjoy the climb. Pick your eyes up off the ground and freaking look at how great life is and notice the sunset or notice the blooming of a flower or look directly into the person's eyes that you're talking to instead of thinking in your mind where you should be or the things you have to do. Whoo. I'm telling you, I'm speaking from passion. I wrote a whole damn book about it. It's a really great book. You should get it. It's called Giving Up, Giving Up, The Memoir of a Quitter. (laughs) All right. The next one is giving up. For me, it's my unlovable story. You guys, I have this deeply rooted insecurity that I am unlovable, annoying, um, too much, not enough, you know, whatever your little flavor is, I'm going to say it's great to healthy quit your limiting beliefs. Your limiting beliefs do not serve you. They do not serve humanity. For as long as you live inside the limitations of your limiting beliefs, you are playing small in life. And oddly enough, um, I am writing an entire book about playing small in life as well. And it comes out on Thanksgiving Day 2020. It is called I Can't the greatest lie in human history. It is all about the little lies that we tell ourselves to keep playing small in life. And I am about to debunk all of these lies. So 
please stay tuned. Feel free to message me if you, um, well, the pre-order is going to be starting in October into November, and then it goes on sale in November. Super freaking excited about that book coming out. It has been in the works since I would say last October. So we are on the road to it. The next thing that you can healthy quit is your outdated identities. People outdated identities are all of the things from your childhood And while you're adolescence, college age, whatever, your 20s, it's these identities that you had in order to survive that you have outgrown, but you still hang on to in a way like, um, and that's actually what the I can't book was born out of. I identified the version of me that thinks I can't, right? I, I had all these like, oh, I, who am I to write a book? Who am I to launch a course? Who am I to lead people in this world? Right? I can't do that. I can't speak up. I can't lead. They won't take it seriously. And that outdated identity, that fear-based ego-based identity can't come with to where I'm going as the fullest expression of the fullest leader that I am. And so you have outdated identities that keep you small in life, that keep you stuck in life, that keep you fearful and making fear-based decisions. And you've got to shed those identities if you plan on going anywhere that you dream of in life. And I'm not talking about going on some vacation trip. I'm talking about all of the dreams that you have, all of the plans that you have, all of the impact that you really want to make. You have to release the limiting beliefs and the outdated identities. Right in line with that is you have to give up your inner critic, the conversation that you have with your inner critic and side by side with that the negative inner dialogue. Now I call it the inner critic so that you have some sliver of a chance of disassociating from her or him. That is your ego yapping away. And it is a collective voice of all of the limitations in life, whether it be from society or your parents or your coaches or school or um, religion, like wherever your judgment and assessment and evaluation has come from for your whole life, you have basically homage-podged it together to sound like you in your head and you think it's you in your head and it is not you. It is your inner critic and it's your negative inner dialogue like that you piece of shit, you awful person, you would never, you're so this, you're that, you don't you dare. It's like, and it's, you know how nasty it can be. And you know, I actually, with my clients, I really push for them to speak their negative inner critic dialogue so they can hear it out loud. Because for the most part, it's just, we look ourselves in the mirror and we scathe ourselves. We just, oh God, it's awful. I've been there. I've done that. And the greatest gift that I've ever given myself is to start being kind to myself, period. That's it. That's the only skill you need to develop in life. If you can be kind to yourself, you can do the other job of becoming yourself. That is your only job to become the highest and best version of you. And if you commit to doing that, everything falls in line behind it. I promise you. 
Okay. Ooh, this is my jam, y'all. We are on my topic. <laughs> I am so happy to be here and I'm so happy that you're here. We're at 17 minutes and I'm going to take it about four or five more minutes out. Um, so DIY suffering is the second to last one. DIY suffering slash isolation slash I call it the silent suffering. You guys, we were not meant to do this alone. You've heard me say this before. We are a collective species. We are a societal species. We are supposed to come together and we are better together. We are an interdependent group. And so understanding that would help you so much faster if you would just give up all of the silent suffering. I get so frustrated when people say, I just need to work this out. Or if only I go, I'll get to the gym more. I'll, I really need to work on myself after I fix myself. Maybe then I'll start coaching. It's like, uh, that's completely the opposite backwards stuff you're talking about, but don't do this alone. You were not meant to. And even if you're not ready to invest in coaching, there are free resources. My favorite resource to recommend is ACA. It's Adult Children of Alcoholics. And you do not need to have grown up in an alcoholic home to go to a meeting. You can go to a meeting and often people who go there are people who grew up in some type of dysfunction, right? Like I grew up in a divorced home. And while my parents co parented wonderfully. Still, there was a brokenness. There was a not normalness that I, something that I was missing that then developed, I developed certain adult child qualities where as an adult, I would act and react as the child that I was. And you don't even know that you do that in many senses. And so when I started going to ACA, it opened up my world like, oh my God, God, like they, they have this list of characteristics of adult children. I was like, oh my God, hi, my I'm Abigail and I'm an adult child. Like it blew my mind. And so the suffering alone, if you want to take 50 years to do it, sure, you stay alone, do whatever you want to do. I'm not going to tell you what to do. I love offering you what to do, but if you insist on suffering alone, then freaking do that, whatever. Like I have to tell people from love because it really does upset me because I know what's available, because I know how fast, how freaking fast suffering can go away when you lean into support. And I mean it, and I'm getting like heated about it because I was one of those people. I wanted to fix it myself. I wanted to tough it out and hustle through it. And it doesn't work. It, you're, that, your attempts to avoid your misery causes your misery because you're just digging your head in the sand. And man, I'm frustrated right now. Not frustrated. I just, I'm so passionate about this because when I started coaching years ago, I would hear my dear friends and family who I care about complain. And I said, you guys, you don't understand like coaching. It's, it's magic. You don't, there is a way out of your suffering and a very quick way out of your suffering. And it doesn't have to hurt so bad. And I still watched people choose the silent and isolated suffering and my heart bleeds for those folks. It bleeds for you if you are just insisting on doing it. Like if you're only journaling or if you're only meditating and you're like doing it alone because you're embarrassed, stop, just stop. It ain't cute, honey. It ain't cute. Your suffering ain't cute. And the last tip I want to give is the unhealthy quitting is quit giving up. 
(laughs) My book is called Giving Up, Giving Up. Quit giving up on yourself. Quit not keeping your word to yourself, please. The world needs you. The fourth part of my book is all about accepting and choosing, accepting your gifts, accepting your talents, accepting how beautiful you are and why you're here. And when you give up on yourself, you're extending the suffering. And when you give up on yourself and, oh man, I'm, I'm worked up y'all. I'm worked up. I'm so passionate about you having your best life. And I know how tough, scary, hopeless, and crippling it is to struggle with all of these things. And I have literally dedicated my life to supporting people in giving this stuff up, in practicing healthy quitting. So I'm really passionate about all of this. And when you quit giving up, you start showing up. Because life isn't happening to you. It's happening for you. And it is up to you to show up to life. So my invitation is please start showing up to life. Start showing up to your life. And then life will start showing up more and more for you. So I love you so much. I pray for you. I pray for your health and your happiness and your well-being. And honestly, just your peace of mind. All of this stuff around healthy quitting is so disruptive to the mind. And it causes that anxiety. It causes that paranoia and that panic. And you just don't have to live in it. It's really phenomenal when you do realize like, life isn't full of rain clouds. So I love you a lot. I am certainly here for you. And if you are ready to healthy quit and you really don't know where to start, please book a 30 minute discovery session with me. It's complimentary. I want to hear what stage of transformation you're in so that I can reflect what stage of transformation you're in and make you the best recommendation. And if you are totally into this book and you are totally into quitting, then you can totally get it on abigailgaz.com and you can totally sign up for the Hearts Unleashed Book Club, which is that six-week program. We do hour-long Zoom calls, group coaching Zoom calls for six weeks and really give up people-pleasing in order for you to live a life that pleases you. So feel free to join us. Feel free to reach out. You are not alone. Please do not suffer isolated and alone. Thank you so much for tuning into the Hearts Unleashed podcast because we are turning dreamers into doers. Thanks for tuning in to the Hearts Unleashed podcast. We hope you found all the inspiration that you needed today and that you use it to take the next inspired action on your dreams. If you loved the show, share it with a friend. We love spreading the love. For more information, to listen to more episodes, or to shop Hearts Unleashed, head over to heartsunleashed.com. See you next time, hearts.